Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is Tuesday, April 27th, and uh, I thank the Lord for another day that we have to serve God, and what a privilege, and I hope we never take it for granted, and uh, I hope that I hope that I, I convey that to you, that uh, we're on the winning side uh, broadcast every day, but uh, we don't have to be, but we get to be, and we get to serve God, and we get to uh, share the gospel, and we get to share the good news, and we get to enjoy these good songs, and get to be encouraged, and I thank the Lord for His goodness in my life, and uh, God has been uh, far better to me than I deserve, that is for sure. Uh, thank you for listening today. Let us know you're listening, and I do want to say a happy birthday to Brittany Clements. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and also to Faye Nelson. Happy birthday to you, and uh, may God uh, richly bless you. We're looking forward to a uh, great uh, service tomorrow night, our prayer meeting and Bible study, uh, Teens on Target Master Club. It'll be a great, great day. And then, of course, on Sunday already, uh, we're looking forward to a great day. And then don't forget Saturday, that ladies' luncheon. And ladies, I hope you have a wonderful time with that. A lot of work has gone into it and a lot of preparation. And, of course, we didn't get to have it last year. And uh, so I hope it'll be just a sweet, sweet time of fellowship for the ladies of our church. And you are certainly a blessing to us. I want you to hear a song today. Uh, this is a good, good song. I've, I heard this song first probably uh, 15 or no, it's probably been 20 years ago now. But the name of the song is If Your Presence Go Not With Me. And uh, it, it comes from the book of Exodus where Moses was getting ready to go to the promised land and uh, getting ready to go, uh, excuse me, lead the children of Israel to the promised land. But as they were journeying through the wilderness to that place, Uh, There came a point where Moses said, Lord, if your spirit does not go, then he said, then don't even take us. He said, I don't even want to go if you're not going. And uh, I hope that's our attitude, that we need God with us every day. If God's not leading the way, if God's not directing our path, then we don't even want to go down that road. Uh, We want God to lead us every step of the way. You listen to this song, hope you'll enjoy it, and then we'll get back in and try to finish up Daniel chapter 11 right after this song. Many years ago, I gave my heart to you. I humbly asked you, Lord, to lead in all I do. But now the burden seems so heavy. You've given me to bear Before I press on any farther I need to know that you're still there Lord, if your presence go not with me I don't want to go Spirit 
so good to me I don't mean to complain You've healed my heartaches, dried my tears and soothed my pain And I'm still willing, Lord, to follow no matter where you lead I'm only asking for assurance That you'll still be near to me Lord, if your presence go not with me I don't want to go Spirit is not leading me, Lord, I need to know, for you have placed me here, I'll do your will, your love I'll try to show, but if your presence go not with me, I don't want to go child stay here close by my side well amen for that praise god for that good song and what a blessing uh, if your presence go not with me uh, then i don't want to go i've i've prayed that prayer uh, to the Lord on several occasions when I felt like the Lord was leading in my life. I remember when I was in Illinois and uh, my wife and I were there. We were serving with my dad and God had uh, led us to go to Santa Clara, California to work with Pastor Treber. And I remember I just, I, I believed that God was in it. I knew God, I, I knew God was in it, but I still prayed that prayer. I said, Lord, if you're not in this, please just don't even let us go. And uh, then I prayed a similar prayer when God led us from Santa Clara here to Roanoke Rapids uh, about seven and a half years ago, and uh, I'm so thankful that God was in it. I'm thankful God led us, but uh, we all we need God every day. And you say, well, I'm not, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a missionary, and so do I still need God with me? Absolutely, you do every day. Uh, we need Him every step of the way, and so I hope that song was a blessing. Yesterday, we were going through and studying about Antiochus Epiphanes. He was the 
uh, Syrian king who uh, really just uh, tormented the people of God and, and hated God's people and, and uh, did so much to, to kill them. He sold them into slavery. He uh, desecrated the temple. Uh, he offered a, a, a swine on the altar there in the temple, the ultimate just blasphemy and sacrilege. But we see that, we saw yesterday there were some people that resisted. And there are some people that says, the Bible says that they knew their God and they were strong and did exploits. And it was neat, uh, it's neat to read about in history. They're not recorded in scripture, but there were some people that did some great things. And it was just a small group of people, kind of like a, uh, we'd refer to them like a militia. Uh, but they were able to do some great things for the people of God and, um, and God used them for that time. But uh, it all went back to the fact that they knew God. And friend, if we don't know God and if we don't walk with God, we are powerless. And uh, without God, we can do nothing. Uh, but these men, they knew God. Notice with me, if you would, in Daniel chapter 11 and verse number 36, it, 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 it really, it seems like it just kind of continues, but really we're shifting gears now. Remember that for the Jews, there was that church age that was hidden. They, they, didn't, they didn't know about that. They didn't really see that. Um, and uh, because they rejected Christ, and so now God has, has set aside the Jews. He'll deal with them during the tribulation, during the uh, time of Jacob's trouble. But we see descriptions of the Antichrist beginning in verse number 36, and it says that the Antichrist will do as he pleases. Uh, he'll do whatever he wants to do. Nobody's going to tell him what to do. And by the way, uh, we have a lot of people that live like the Antichrist. They're anti-God and that they just want to do their own thing. The Antichrist will exalt himself above all. He will claim to be divine. He will oppose God. It says in verse number uh, 36 that um, uh, he will magnify himself above every God. Uh, the Bible tells us that uh, he will not regard the God of his fathers. Verse 37, uh, he shall magnify himself above all. Verse 38, uh, he shall uh, honor the God of forces, a God whom his fathers knew not shall he honor with gold and silver and precious stones. And we know who he's going to worship. He's going to worship Satan. He's going to be empowered by Satan. The Bible tells us in these verses here, verse 40, at the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind uh, with uh, chariots and with horsemen and with many ships and he shall enter into the countries uh, and shall overflow and pass over. Verse 41, he shall enter also into the glorious land. Uh, the, 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 the land that belonged to God's people, Israel. And many countries shall be overthrown, but these shall escape out of his hand, even Edom and Moab and the chief of the children of Ammon. He shall stretch forth his hand also upon the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. Uh, he'll have power over the treasures of gold and silver and the precious things of Egypt, and the Libyans and the Ethiopians shall be at his steps. Verse 44, but tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him. Therefore shall he go forth with great fury to destroy and utterly to make, make away many. And he shall plant the tabernacles of his palace between the seas in the glorious holy mountain. Yet he shall come to his end and none shall, none shall help him. The Bible tells us that during the time of tribulation uh, that, that Israel is going to be kind of the centerpiece there. And the Antichrist is going to be trying to, uh, to keep control over all of the nations, the, the region of Egypt. And of course, uh, you've got Russia and China and Ezekiel 38 and 39. We, we read about Gog and Magog, and we see that all of these 
uh, powers of the world. The Antichrist is trying to keep it all together. Well, at the Battle of Armageddon, it's where the armies come together to fight against each other. The Bible says that during this time, the Jews will flee uh, to a safe place, the city of Petra, uh, which literally it's a natural fortress and God will protect them there. And I'm thankful that God always protects his own. Even when the Antichrist and his armies advance, uh, the Bible tells us that the earth will open up its mouth and devour those armies in order to protect God's people. We see that the Antichrist will have a rebellion that will rise up and halfway through the tribulation, um, uh, he will make Jerusalem his headquarters. And that's why everything converges there on Jerusalem. In many ways, the Antichrist will imitate uh, Antiochus Epiphanes. That's why we see the description of both of these men just really back to back. Uh, the Antichrist will uh, hear of, uh, of, of a rebellion. He's trying to keep all that together at the end of the tribulation. And the Bible tells us that the armies of the earth will converge on Israel. They'll make war with each other. But something happens at that time. And the Bible tells us that what happens is found in Revelation 19, that Jesus comes back. And when Jesus comes back out of heaven, riding on that white horse, the Bible says that we will come back with him and that Jesus Christ will defeat the armies of the Antichrist there at the Battle of Armageddon. And all he has to do is open his mouth, and the Bible says, out of his mouth cometh, as it were, a sharp two-edged sword. And, and literally the Word of God is all it takes that will destroy the Antichrist and all of the armies there. That's what it says in verse number 45, just kind of, just kind of as a matter of fact. Oh yeah, and by the way, this Antichrist who was so wicked and who had so much power and uh, he had uh, so many people under him and he had so many, uh, he had armies and he had soldiers, he had all of this, but the Bible says, yet he shall come to his end and none shall help him. You know why nobody can help him? Because he's already got all the armies of the world there and all the armies of the world don't stand a chance against the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, against the power of God, that Antichrist is no match for Jesus Christ who comes back. And I'm thankful today to tell you, although we have all these prophecies about Antiochus Epiphanes who lived in the past and the Antichrist who is yet to come, and boy, they did so much to wreak havoc against God's people. But I want to remind you that we are on the winning side. I know you hear that every day uh, on this broadcast, but I want to remind you it's true. We're on the winning side and our victory is not in ourselves, but our victory is through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll be back tomorrow and we'll get into Daniel chapter 12. We're almost through the book of Daniel and I hope you plan to tune in tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.
inside